This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate. And with me is a guy who once asked the flight attendant to move his seat because of a crying baby. But it turns out you can't move your seat if the baby is yours. Brandon. It's painful to think about the prospect of taking a crying baby on a plane. I've never done it before, but I may get my chance come November. Yes, you will. I'm hoping I don't deal with a crying baby or toddler, but... We shall see. I was reading like airplane hacks and that's one suggestion they have. Just get noise cancellation headphones and who cares if there's a crying baby or loud kids on the plane. That'll work for me too, right? You won't be able to hear it. There you go. So your kid starts crying, put on your headphones, let other people deal with it. Those that didn't come prepared, they can deal with the screaming and crying. I like it. Yeah, we never had, well, once. Um, as you know, my wife worked for JetBlue for many years, and I needed to go to a conference in Las Vegas, but I had to go to Long Beach first. And my oldest was less than a year old, I think. Went to the airport, the person at the desk, this is, yeah, a long time ago. Anyways, the person at the front desk said, you know, because of her seniority that the only way I was getting on that plane is if she was going with me because if she's not going with me, then my level of whatever priority to getting on the plane for standby goes down. So she hopped on the plane with me to long beach. I held Rocky in my lap on the way there and then got to long beach and I took off to Vegas and then she just flew home with Rocky in her lap. Hmm. It was quite an exciting adventure. And since she was employed JetBlue, she had to be wearing certain items or she, she couldn't wear open toes, sandals or something like that, which she had. So the lady behind the desk was nice. She had some extra ones. She's like, here, just when you come back, put them back here when you're done. And it was interesting. The crappiest thing of the whole thing was, is that we parked in the short-term parking, which is like, what, 10 bucks an hour or something like that. <laughs> so, um, cause she thought she was just going to run in for like an hour or less and then send me off and then be gone. But that's the only time we had to take a baby on the flight. So how much and, did the parking end up costing? It wasn't. I think they have a max for the day. So I think it was like 35 bucks or something oh, like that. So it wasn't bad. horrible, but it was just like frustrating. Like, oh, shoot, you know, would have been like 10 bucks if it were in the short term. Which brings up a interesting thought I had. As you know, just got back from Orlando two weeks ago. Did you now? Yeah, surprise, surprise, if you didn't listen to our last episode. <laughs> but you know me. I'm a deal seeker. I like the deals. You have a few <clears throat> options when you're going to the airport. One, I should have done. I should have just paid Brandon to take us to the airport. Would have been cheaper. He would have got money. I would have done it, too. You I didn't know. even ask me. Yeah. I, a lot of times I don't ask people to take us to the airport. I'm in the habit of not doing that because we fly standby. And... Sometimes you don't make the flight, so you got to come home. So I don't want to be like stuck at the airport if we don't need to be. 
But this time I'm like, doggone it. Just out of habit, we drove there. I'm like, I should have Brandon do it. Cause we had the called positive space seats where you actually have a ticket. We weren't standby this time. Um, so we knew we were getting on the flight, but I did look, I got like the parking places around, um, that used to be fairly cheap, but it turned out from my research, which I didn't do a whole lot this time, it was cheaper just to park at the airport than it was to park at one of these off-campus places. Really? So I thought that was interesting. So what did your parking cost you? I want to say 50-ish bucks for the week. It's not horrible. No, that wasn't bad at all. I mean, normally I would pay like five to seven dollars a day. I think I did diamond parking a lot, but when I like put a link on their site, it turned out to be something like seventy-five bucks for the week. And I'm like, it's cheaper just to go to the airport and then not have to worry about the whole shuttle thing and all that. Well, you still have to get on a shuttle to get over to the airport, but it's closer and you can don't have to worry about getting to diamond parking earlier than normal. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. But holy cow, the new airport. The economy parking parking lot is ginormous. So many cars. So full. So you suggested we talk about the airport for the episode today. I'm thinking we just talk about the parking at the airport because that's mostly been our conversation so far. Well, that's just the beginning of the trip. Yeah, they, it, it's a big parking lot for sure. Um, I've only been to the new airport this one time. This was your first time? First time at the new airport. That's surprising. Which is kind of sad because it was always kind of fun to go to the old airport and just have the flashbacks to Dumb and Dumber. But those are now gone because they took it down. But it's uh, it's kind of interesting. It was interesting going to the new airport, like walking in and going, oh yeah, I'm still in Salt Lake City. It felt like a completely different place. Yeah, compared to, to what it was for sure. But it's pretty big. And you were there just about a month month or so ago. Yeah. You flew out to Texas. Yeah, and that was my first time there as well. Which isn't as surprising because I don't I don't fly a ton. Before that, my last flight was in twenty seventeen. Even though I fly for free and I can still fly free on standby. We hardly ever go. We maybe once, twice a year we fly. Um that's the reason why we went to Orlando. Well, two reasons. One, we did have those, those positive space tickets that were going to expire soon, so we needed to use them, but the kids kept asking, like, when are we going to go flying again? So we're like, well, we better do it, because they sure enjoy their flying experiences. Takeoff's pretty exciting. It can be. It used to be when I first started flying, but I don't care for it much anymore. It still makes my wife nervous. You haven't talked much about your trip yet. I think I think everybody's dying to know how things went. It was awesome. I and I know I mentioned in an earlier podcast that we might be going to Disney for an episode, but I called the family meeting one night a few weeks ago, said, Hey, we got some tickets we need to use, we gotta go somewhere. So the options are Disneyland, we could go to like a cool city, we could go back to like New York or something, but I know COVID stuff is still crazy in New York and restrictions. So we didn't do that. And then I said we could go to like, and then I think someone brought up Orlando because we went to Orlando like two or three years ago for our softball tournament. And I said, well, we could go to Universal Studios in Orlando. And that's like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. 
Because really why? Because I wanted to go to Harry Potter land. Yeah, my daughter wanted to go to Harry Potter land. Uh, Bronco wanted the Simpsons ride. Rocky was saying Back to the Future <clears throat> until he found out that Simpsons overtook the Back to the Future ride. But I think he just really wanted to go back to Orlando. But have you ever been to Universal Studios? Nope, neither in neither just via, place. Just via YouTube. Just YouTube, yep. Just via YouTube. Yeah, that was my first time ever going to Universal Studios. I know a lot of people I've talked to have gone to California, but we obviously went to Orlando. Uh, they have three parks. So we got the the one park a day pass. Started the first day in Universal. Actually, the first day in Orlando, we went to Daytona Beach. And the first night we went there, I think I sent you a text, right? That I had no idea that we were staying like literally next door to the world's, not the world's, but one of the world's biggest, but the United States' biggest McDonald's. That was a trip in itself. It's worth going to Orlando just for that, Brandon. They make pizza, pasta. Pasta. They have like an aquarium in the middle of it. Really? Uh, They have like this little kind of bakery cafe section too but never seemed to be open we were there um and then when you go upstairs they have like a full-on like arcade it looked like a chuck e cheese or something up there kind of interesting place interesting mcdonald's but bronco had to try the pizza which wasn't horrible but it wasn't like amazing either so it's better than i thought it would be being a mcdonald's pizza but anywho back to universal we spent the first day at universal studios hollywood is that what they call it I believe so, yeah. Cool place. Um, daughter was super excited about Harry Potter land. There's a dragon that breathes fire. So we spent a lot of time in Harry Potter land. We hit most of the rides. The one thing about Universal that I think that's different from Disneyland, if you're comparing the two, is Universal has a lot of those 3D screen rides. Yeah. They utilize a lot of screens. Yeah. So some of the rides are kind of like, what do they call that? Like when you remember the old fun dome, they had that ride that you could go on that was simulator type stuff. They have a few of those, but some of the rides are kind of like a hybrid between that and an actual like cart moving, which is fun. Like they're 3D, 4D rides. I think that's what they call them, but kind of cool. Splash by water. It becomes 4D. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like, uh, my son loved the, the uh, what do you call it transformer ride and in that one you get sprayed in the face with, with water a little bit and then when there's explosions they blow heat on you to make it feel like you're part of the explosion but that's a fun ride i think that was one of my favorite rides there um the harry potter ride was really fun but it was like really short compared to like transformers but the roller coaster in Universal Hollywood was, I think it's called the Rocket or something like that. Or the Rocker, I don't know. Really cool roller coaster. But fun park. But day two, what's the adventure park called? Isles of Adventure. Isles of Adventure. I keep calling it Adventureland because there's a movie called Adventureland. You <laughs> even haven't even we, seen. Can't even, I've never it. seen it either. I even How like have you not up. seen that movie? I have not seen Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Um, I don't think I've seen it, but maybe I have. Um, but I pulled up for the park in the first day. I'm like, oh, she's like, what park are you going to? I'm like, Adventureland. She's like, ooh, that's like in Denver or something like that. 
just want to make sure you're in the right place or something. Like, yeah, the adventure one. That's where we're going. Um, that part with all the out adventures. Of the, what's that? The one with all the adventures. All the adventures. But for me, that that park is by far the best of the three. Easily the best park. It rained on us a little bit that day, so they kept closing down rides. But uh, I think they have the Hulk there, that roller coaster. Ton of fun. The Velociraptor ride there is insanely awesome. Like, we had to go on it twice just because it was so cool. I could probably go on that one all day. Um, the Kong ride's pretty cool. It's one of those 4D rides. And I thought it was pretty pretty cool, but not like you'd want to stand in line for an hour for it again. Um, and then I there's three rides in Harry Potter land thingy and i didn't do one of the roller coasters with the kids because i had to take a business meeting call thingy but both rides in the harry potter other rides are pretty cool and the one where you ride the motorcycle is fantastic so really cool place probably for me one of the best days at a is this one called the theme park yeah theme park that that i've ever been to one of the best days at theme park ever for me um it's just really cool how Universal does their rides, how they make them different than, like, I feel like you go to Disneyland more for the atmosphere. Right. And then, but you A lot more theming and... Yeah, yeah. Parades and a lot more, uh, what do you call them? Mascots. Right. <laughs> Land around. Even though we did get a picture with Doc Brown, we got a picture with Beetlejuice, a couple other people. No Lucy? Lucy? I love Lucy, Lucille Ball. Oh no, no, no! What's the other? What's the character? The Bebop, Bebop girl. Betty Boop. Betty Boo was. We saw her a lot. It's fun. And the log ride they have at the Ventureland. <laughs> As of adventure, it is really fun too. But be careful because you you get soaked on that one. It was that raining. one's a 4D one too, huh? 4D. I guess you could say that too. Yeah, it was raining when we went on that ride a little bit, so we were already a little bit wet, but by the time we got off that ride, we were, like, soaked, and then the rain, like, I don't think we got dry for the rest of the day. But day three, we went to, I think it's called Volcano Bay, which is their water park. Kind of fun water park. I think it's better than any water park we have here in Utah. Sorry, Utah. Well, to be fair to Utah, our water parks only last a couple of months. Yeah, we got, like, four months out of the year that you can use it, so this one's obviously You can only put so much into it. If that's, that's the case. true, I I totally get that, um, but they it's like a big volcano has a lot of the rides, it's kind of cool, but their tallest ride you go that basically shoots you straight down the volcano, it's one of those that you get in this tube and they close the tube and then the ground falls from underneath and you go down. Sounds horrifying. But the most horrifying part of the whole thing was the stairs getting up to that thing. It was so so many stairs. And to be honest with you, I think I told you this already in person, but the the free fall, I don't know if they still call it free fall at Summit, Splash Summit, is scarier to me than this one was, even though this one's probably twice the size. Just you because... trust the Universal one more? What's that? You trust the Universal one more? Probably trust the Universal one more, but the Universal one you couldn't really see, you don't see anything. You can see like mm -hmm. out and see how high you are, but you're not like looking down and having that, that anxiety of seeing the ground and the fear of heights. Yeah. Um, like you do with a free fall at um, Splash Summit. Um, 
And then when they drop the ground from underneath you, there's water splashing your face. You can't see anyways. So it's basically your eyes are closed all the time and you're just anyways. So it wasn't to me as scary as free fall could be because you can kind of get the fear of heights. And I yeah. swear the older I get, the more fear of heights I get. Hmm. Um, maybe it's just because having kids and the thought of them falling over, getting close to the edge. So yeah, that's our episode all about <laughs> Universal Studios, Universal Studios, Utah. Cool place to go. It's a little cheaper than Disney, which is nice. And I would suggest, anybody ask my opinion, I think Disneyland's a great place to go when your kids are not teenagers in their younger years. And then when teenagers, Universal's a good place to go. And the what sad part is- What you really got to do, what I want to do- is go for Halloween to Universal. Yes. Yes, and they did have that going on, but I believe they recommend that you be like 14 or 15 or older to go through. And since you're not mentally there, you just thought it might I'm not, not be mentally the best there. Idea. My kids aren't physically there age-wise, besides one of them. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to go back for that. I think what I'd open. love to do is go to California and go spend time at Universal for the Halloween Horror Nights, Disneyland for the Disney Halloween time, and Knott's Berry Farm, because they do, they go all out for Halloween as well. Oh, Knott's Berry does? Mm-hmm. And that one's a fairly cheap entry fee to that one, right? Yeah, I think it's similar, more similar to, uh... We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Lagoon? Lagoon. Yeah. I've even seen, we were tempted once because their season pass was like, same thing with Lagoon, right? The season pass is like 100 bucks, and then the day pass is 60. So I'm like, hey, we should get a season pass and fly out there more often. But I've never been to Knott's Berry. I want to try Six Flags, Knott's Berry, and all those other kind of bigger theme parks. I have been to Six Flags. I like it, but as I get older, nonstop roller coasters doesn't appeal to me like it used to. Especially the last time I went, it was really, there was no wait time at all, which sounds like a good thing in theory, but it's not a good thing when you're just going on nonstop roller coasters because you don't get any sort of a break. And you don't get, get reacclimated to yeah, no G forces. My head was in so much mm -hmm. pain. Yeah, I've had but they do have a lot of cool, really cool rides, really scary, intense roller coasters. That's what I love. Like I love the Hulk. I love the the Rocker one in Universal. Um, the Velociraptor one, like holy cow, that one's so cool. And then like the Harry Potter one, and they have a roller coaster slide at Volcano Bay, and we got on the wait list for that, 
And then about 15 minutes before we were supposed to write it, it just started downpouring. Like it was, luckily that's the day that it really started raining hard because we were already in swimsuits. And it was kind of funny going to the bus. Like finally when we gave up, said it's not going to let up and they're going to close the park. People were like running to the bus with like towels over their head, trying not to get wet. And even the bus driver was like, oh, it's my favorite part when it rains because people who just got wet at the water park are trying to stay dry <laughs> to get on the bus. But yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Makes perfect sense. But yeah, six flags. Here we come. When we're making the big bucks, we'll do a trip. That will be a place. That will be. Was it in the rumor that Six Flags was trying to buy out Lagoon? I think that's always a rumor. It's always a rumor. I don't think that'll happen. I couldn't see it happening. But uh, the nice thing about the plane ride home is a few hours before we boarded the plane. Cobra Kai season five came out or was released. So I was able to hit up, I think like two and a half episodes waiting to board at the airport. Then I watched another four or five episodes on the, on the flight home and boarding the plane. We were in the back of the plane, but I'm getting on the flight and there's a guy up towards the front wearing a Cobra Kai shirt. And I'm like, dude, I'm like two and a half episodes in so far. How about you? You know, kind of jokingly. He's like, oh, of season four? I'm like, season five, man. He didn't even know season five was coming out. I'm like, you're wearing a Cobra Kai shirt. You don't even know anything about it. You shouldn't have shown him you any mercy. Bandwagon. Fan. You just like the t-shirt. I should have thrown him off the plane. So yeah, that's another thing we haven't really talked about is Cobra Kai. That's come out season five. And I'm assuming season six is going to be the last one. <laughs> no. 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 They like. I think they say they know how they want to end it, but from all the articles I'm reading, they don't know how long they'll go. They're now talking about spinoffs. They just announced Karate Kid four. I don't know another Karate Kid movie that's not going to have anything to do with Cobra Kai, which I don't understand. So is it going to be like they're bringing back Jackie Chan? Well, that, well, no, it could be like uh, maybe how Miyagi came to be mm. or something. Maybe that's my guess. Cool. But yeah, that comes out in, I think, June of 2024. Um, like I said, they want to do like spinoffs. Like they could just go, it could turn into like Star Wars, right? Where it could just be like its, its own, own universe. Universe. So that could be interesting. And there's rumors that Hillary Schwank's going to make an appearance in Cobra Kai eventually. I kept waiting that. for it this time around. Did you, not having seen the movies, did this season, those characters coming back mean anything to you? Did you even realize characters were coming back? It Barnes, did you know who Barnes was? They highlighted a lot of people, and I felt I should know who they were, but I didn't. So like Mike I Barnes, guess... did you even realize who he was when they... The I mean, guy? when they do the flashbacks... Or they talk about them being a part of the the world, I guess. Or the same with the cousin of LaRusso's wife, right? Yeah. 
That's interesting too. Um, I think she um, at one point lived in Park City. We should have her on. Yeah, um, we should. But when she filmed Karate Kid 3, she was 16 and uh, Ralph Macchio was like 27. So she was originally supposed to be like his girlfriend, but Ralph Macchio was like, well, this is two girls for me. Oh, so she's not a girlfriend in the movie. Mm-mm. No. In Karate Kid 3, like, they, they're going to go on a date and then she says, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Karate Kid 3, Brandon, um... When he comes to pick her up for the date, she says, just so you know, I have a boyfriend back home and we're going to try to make things work out. And he's like, oh, no problem. You know, we can just be friends and we'll go Dutch or something like that. So they just become friends. And that's at Ralph Macchio's request because he didn't want to have to probably make out with a 16-year-old when he was 27, which makes sense. Uh, so they never really were boyfriend, girlfriend, just friends. I guess that doesn't make it awkward since the his wife got introduced by her yeah yeah exactly so it was but that's kind of cool yeah cool tie-in yeah then mike barnes coming back um are those the only two because there was other people that i feel they spent some time on but didn't explain i don't think so i mean terry silver's already back and he's in credit kit three chosen was already back credit kit mm -hmm. two um the girlfriend Mike Barn, yeah, I think I think that's it. The only one, that, the only one really Johnny. left to bring back is Hillary Schwenk, I think. So at least one that's alive because we can't bring back Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, unless they do a computer. Thing but you did get you. a young Johnny. Yeah, we got a young Johnny, right? But it was good. good. I it was good the season. Yeah, they just keep doing it. I'm like, I just don't know how they keep doing it, but. It's I was so texting cheesy. you during it that I feel there's a lot more language this go around. And yeah. I feel they were – I'm not necessarily complaining, but they're kind of teetering on the edge of a higher, more mature rating with yeah. the things like, they say. Like what is the – what is a category before like the – for video games? T. T or something like that. And then you got the mature – so I feel like that's what they're doing. They're like, it's, it's like TV or even TV 14 mm. bordering. Yeah. They're trying to be. If you even go off just the Spanish swear words that are in the show, it was enough to, to push it past that. But it's funny that it, it just, I watch it and I enjoy it all the same, but it still feels kind of like a kid movie to me, a kid show. Yeah. And you best said way. a good yeah. way to put it. Sorry, go ahead. You can say it. That the best way to put it is a Disney show with all the, but with swearing. Yeah, with swearing, being more edgy. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, like, I'm such a geek over the Karate Kid movies that they throw in a whole lot of, like, Easter eggs for us big fans that you guys probably don't catch if you've never seen the movies. Um, but I, it would be interesting to somehow erase my memory of Karate Kids and just watch the Cobra Kai series. And cause there seems to be a lot of kids and people enjoying Cobra Kai like yourself that have never seen the original movies. So that's kind of cool that you can 
that they're doing that and that people can still enjoy without actually seeing the the other movies but you do miss out on the like i said the easter eggs but at the same time you have to probably be like a crazy fan like me that can quote all three movies like line per line to to get that you are and that's who i am and here's an interesting fact for you do you know that terry silver is only he's a year he's younger than ralph macchio Really? The actor. But yeah, he's supposed to be like 20 years older than him. In oh, really? Movies. Maybe not that old. Maybe. I mean, he's supposed to be Kreese's age, right? Because they both served in the war together. So, Was it you that pointed out, or did I read it, that Ralph Macchio is now older than Mr. Miyagi is when he started? Yeah, when they started Karate filming series. Cobra Kai, he was older than Mr. Miyagi is when they started Karate Series. It doesn't seem like the case, but... I know, because Ralph has always looked like he's 20 years old. <laughs> That's why he was 27 playing an 18-year-old in the Karate Kid 3 movie. I think he, yeah. So he's like, what, 24, 25 when he yeah. first did Karate Kid. So yeah, good episode so far. We talked about Universal Studios, Cobra Kai, and the parking lot at the airport. The parking lot. <laughs> we haven't made it much further than the parking lot. But And I will say this. And we'll we'll have to come back to the airport at a later time because it's still only in phase the one stages, yeah, of it. But I think most people haven't even taken the time to enjoy or really explore the airport because everybody's so stressed about how much bigger it is and that they need to basically run to their flight. It's big. Fear. It has the two concourses, A and B, right? But you have to walk quite a ways to get to the concourse and here's my only complaint universal studios has this figured out so this is a good tie into universal in the airport universal you park way away from the parks but they have escalators that go down and then they have a bunch of those what do you call the ones the escalators that are flat is there a walkway walking walks walks escalator walks escalator <laughs> Well, the best thing about escalators is that they can never break. They can only become stairs. Right. Same with the walkways. Right. But like, yeah, Universal, you have to walk quite a distance to get to the parks, but they have tons of those walkways to get you there. And I'm like, how come Universal has this down? But I feel like the airport, they'll have one and it'll be like for 20 feet. Yeah. And then you have to walk another like 300 yards, 400 yards before the next one. So if they had more of those to get you to the concourses, I think people would complain less. But you do have to get a lot of steps in. I don't think people would complain less. They still complain. <laughs> they still complain. They still the complain. Same but yeah, I mean, we both win one time. I don't know if we can really give a fair, full assessment of it. And there's still more to go. We haven't even talked about the old airport, which was. A real gem of a place. But I think it's pretty good so far. It's really nice and modern, good looking. Seem to have yeah. good eating. A lot of cool restaurants and shops. Um, they have Panera bread, don't they? They have Panera. Which is nowhere else in Salt Lake. They have a Maverick. Yeah, I went to the Maverick. Cafe Rio. They got a lot of cool, cool places in there, so... And I think they eventually, because I think the Orlando airport, 
Is it Orlando or the other one? Anyways, they have like a mall inside the airport. So people will go to the airport just to go shopping. Really? And I believe, remember I've heard that Salt Lake Airport's going to try to do something similar to where you'll go to the airport to like eat and not necessarily to fly. That'd be cool. We will have to, I think they've got a few phases. Obviously, phase one's already open at the Salt Lake City Airport, but they got a few more phases to go. My only gripe with it for my one experience was I didn't know how to get out of it when I was being <laughs> picked up. I walked all the way to one spot, and my ride ended up being in a completely different spot. So that was a little confusing. But I think that was more user error because they did have signs saying that. I just didn't want to believe it. Yeah. So that, was, that was a little hokey. Yeah, my family to get – because we had to go back to the economy lot. They started walking down one hallway because they didn't follow the signs. I'm like, where are you guys going? Like, it's down here to get on the shuttle because I followed the signs. Signs, signs, everywhere are signs. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a lot more we could say, but I think for now, you know, it's it cool to hear about your – your Orlando trip, your your Cobra Kai show, our Cobra Kai show. I'll, I'll our say Cobra. our. Our yeah. now. You're in. You're in. I'm in. I'm fully in, and I do have some some surprises for you. We do have some fun stuff coming up in the fall time in October. So yes, should be some well, good stuff. I think by the time this releases, it'll be the last day of summer. Yeah. Is it Thursday, the first day of fall? Um, I thought fall already started. I've already had like six pumpkin spice. Okay. My bad. Yeah. And Christmas is already here according to a lot of the stores. Yeah. Right. Totally skipped over Halloween, but. But we don't skip Halloween here. Thanks for listening to This is a Place podcast. See you next week.